The Zamzo's Garden Show is sponsored by Zamzo's. The views, opinions, and advice offered by the show's hosts do not necessarily reflect those of KBOI or its parent company, Cumulus Media. KBOI makes no representations as to the accuracy of the information expressed and shall not be responsible or liable for any claims arising out of the use of or reliance upon any such information. What kind of seeds are you sowing? Why is it so green where you're from? It must be Zamzo's growing in your yard, garden, or barn. You've done it right, you see it. Got the help that you need it. Zamzo's really makes you want to come home. I'm coming home. Cause nobody knows. Like Zamzo's. It's the Nobody Knows Like Zamzo's Garden Show on News Talk KBOI. To be a part of the show, call now, 1-800-529-KBOI or 336-3700. It's the Nobody Knows Like Zamzo's Garden Show on the Big 670 KBOI. How's it going, everybody? This is the Zamzo's Garden Show. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie, and today we are doing a pre-recorded show, so we are not taking any phone calls today, but I do have... Two very, very special guests. I'm so excited to have Callie Zamzo, but also Faye Zamzo is in studio with us. Faye, thank you so much for taking the time and coming to just talk to us today. Um, I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. It's really awesome to get to hang out with you. It's been a while since I've, uh, you know, I really get to see when I was at the stores, I got to see every now and then and load up your Christmas tree or, uh, (laughs) you know, whatever else it was. So it's it's nice to hang out with you. Thank you so much. And Callie, not to (laughs) forget. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. I I don't know if I've ever been in studio with you, Mom. So this is really fun. It is really fun. And any morning we have time to be together is a special morning. That's true. Isn't that a mom thing to say? (laughs) That's true. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so today uh, we're going to talk about uh, flowers and hanging baskets and maybe some pots, uh, you know, potting up flowers and stuff like that. So we're just going to but I wanted to kind of start off with, uh, uh, you know, the hanging basket thing at Zamzo's has kind of become a big tradition. Um, and we've, we've talked about it as such. Um but I wanted to start with uh, Faye. I have a quick question for you. Do you ha- do you get a hanging basket from Zamzo's every single year? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <As> <laughs> from it turns all the kids, out, do you yes. get multiple baskets from everybody? <laughs> Some years yeah. I have. Yeah. Yes. Um, if Joss and I don't coordinate, then she does. Like last year, she got two baskets. So yeah. it's probably better when we don't coordinate. She yeah. gets more, right? <laughs> um, so... I I was thinking, as I was kind of getting ready for the show, I was thinking about what was my first, like, memory of planting a flower. Mm. And uh, and I was thinking about it. And my my dad was always the gardener in the family uh, growing up. He was kind of the one who, I guess for lack of a, a you know for for a bad pun he planted the seed <laughs> in in me and kind of got me started on that path to get be interested in in plants and stuff much to my uh usual dismay when i had to mow the lawn in august um i didn't always appreciate that 
Um, but I was thinking about the uh, just kind of that first memory, and I have a, you know I have a handful of them. Uh, but I was thinking about the first time I think I ever really remember planting a flower was a pack of marigolds mm. that my dad bought. Um, I think I recall going to the garden center. I don't remember which one in Portland it was. Uh, but coming home and planting some marigolds. So I was trying to, I was thinking maybe, Callie, do you have an early memory of planting flowers? I'm sure it, it's it's kind of a loaded question because you're the daughter of Jim Zamzo. So I know, you probably, but strangely, I do. Yeah. It's, yeah I, it's funny because you said that. I was like, I do. I know exactly. And mine might have been marigolds as well, but it was at the house that we grew up, that I grew up in. And mom, you and I were were actually planting them. And I remember that we, we would put the plant, the plant in the hole and then I was the one patting it around while well, a bumblebee had come along and was and kind of dying in the in the soil mm. somehow had gotten caught up in everything and you had said to me now watch out there's a bumblebee there and that bumblebee will sting and I was patting 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 and it was also my first bumblebee sting was that oh. I actually got stung but I, it all it all stays in my memory because yeah. it was actually not a bad memory at all yeah. I remember the sting but I remember that planting and it was it was a sunny day and it was it was. Just, it was. I remember really enjoying it. Yeah. It was a lovely, so interesting that it was a beasting memory, but yeah. all, but it was also you had very a little, good. Little extra thing to yes, <laughs> ingrain exactly. it in your mind. Yeah, yeah. But I think sweet. it was miracles. Would yeah. it have been miracles? Yes, yeah. probably yeah. would have been. Did you now, Callie? Did you like to pull the heads off the marigolds and? And throw the seeds around. Did you ever no. do that? You didn't ever do I that. I wasn't aware that we could do that. I I just That's remember. Shocking. I'm start doing it now, though. Well, I always like to tell the story too. Like uh, I never knew rhododendrons bloomed, had a flower, because as kids we had these big rhododendron bushes in front of our house. And what we would do instead of, uh, you know, we never let they never got to flower because we, as they grew their buds to flower, we would have. Uh, fights in our front yard where we would they were our ammo and we would pull all the pots off the rhododendrons and throw them at each other Uh, and so I until it wasn't until I was in college actually that I first saw a rhododendron bloom (laughs) and I thought oh my gosh I didn't know they did that (laughs) and they're so beautiful I felt so bad and my dad had these really nice rhododendron bushes in front of the house and I never once saw them bloom Uh, (laughs) uh, but Faye how about you do you have have a, a memory of the first time you planted flowers ever? I I didn't begin as a Zamzo. Yeah. In our family, we didn't plant flowers. Yeah. So no, I don't have a memory of that. My, m- probably the sweetest memory I have about flowers is the very first hanging basket that I bought for a mother. Oh yeah. And I did buy that at Zamzo's. Nice. And I bought it for my mother-in-law. That's awesome. And she was the flower queen. Yeah. She loved them all. She cared for them all. And she was so grateful for that. And yeah. so that was where my own personal little tradition started with with mingling the idea of a hanging basket yeah. with Mother's Day. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I love <laughs> <laughs> those are things I don't know. It's good to think about those mm-hmm. things every yeah, now I and agree. then and kind of reminisce about some of those things that we re- remember. Uh, you know, I, my dad was always a, a big rose guy. We were in Portland, so we were in the Rose City. So he had mm-hmm. a beautiful rose garden, and it was something that he he cherished a lot. In, we had uh, a rose garden when I was growing up. You you had. 
a little area with a whole bunch of roses. Mm -hmm. I stayed away from it because it was too prickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Very good. Well, I appreciate those those memories. That's awesome. We're going to talk about a handful more of those sorts of things. Uh, but let's talk a little bit more about hanging baskets and uh, kind of that, that tradition. So, Faye, I appreciate your story of uh, the first time you bought it. Callie, do you remember the first time you bought a hanging basket for for your mom or for well yeah the first time i bought a hanging basket for my mom my dad bought the hanging basket <laughs> for me to give to my mom so it's been you know my gosh as far as i can remember that we were yeah picking out but there was always a like i always wanted to be a part of picking it out yeah. but i wanted to pick the one that i thought mom would like the best and that still holds true today i'll look and i'll look and I'll look and i i buy for my aunts and my mother-in-law and um each of them have different different tastes and what yeah, they like sure. and so that's that's a really fun part for me is going through all the hanging baskets and trying to decide you know which one which colors yeah i very often do a geranium is today is it going to be a pink year or is it going to be a red year or is it going to be a white year <laughs> i don't know so it's part of the fun yeah that's awesome i yeah uh and anymore there's so much variety sometimes it's hard to choose or find that perfect one you know i remember at you know being at chinden and just helping people for i mean what felt like i mean i guess it literally was hours i was there all day but <laughs> you know there's it can be hard to choose do you have um some favorites that you like to pick out Faye? yes i do i love a red geranium yes that's awesome <laughs> that is becca's favorite as well uh becca loves a, a red geranium uh and we don't do a lot of like the mother's day or valentine's day stuff but that's the one thing she asked for are some red geraniums to put by the front door mm. uh not necessarily in a basket but uh, uh what about you callie oh gosh I, I i like to change it up every year yeah so i i take pictures each year and try to remind myself what parts I liked, what parts I didn't like. Mm. And and for me, I, it's it, it was a learning curve for me to figure out where a hanging basket should be hung yeah. because I, I made a mistake, you know, in my early 20s when I had a place of my own where I could hang them and getting shade loving ones and putting them in the sun yeah. and being like, "Why uh -huh. aren't they, you know, they look so pretty when I first got them." Right. So, it's been a little bit of a learning curve, but yeah, there's Pretty much like all of them, to be honest with you. I'm not sure I like them. <laughs> they they do. Yeah, like. it is hard to pick sometimes. Okay. Uh, well, that is about it for the first segment. So we're going to go to a quick break. We will be back here with Callie and Faye Zamzo here on the Zamzo's Garden Show in just a moment. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk KBOI. Hi, this is Callie Zamzo here with my daughter, Raphael, who has some tips for other daughters on what to give their moms this Mother's Day. Thanks, Mom. It's become a tradition in the Treasure Valley to give your mom a beautiful hanging basket from Zamzo's. And this year, we have an incredible selection with multiple varieties of flowers. Oh, and don't worry, Mom. You're getting one this year. Why, thank you, Rafi. I'm impressed with your planning. But wait, there's more. More? Because you've been such a good mom, I'd like to get you something extra to go with your hanging basket, like a new pair of garden gloves. I'd love it. Or some new pruners. Always a great gift. Or a new wild bird feeder. Could certainly use another. But I know how much you love hanging baskets. And since Zamzos has such a huge selection this year, maybe I'll just get you two. Why thanks, Rafi. Why are you being so generous this year? Are you angling for a bigger allowance? Maybe. Or since you're going to get your license this summer, a car? How about both? Rafi. Well, just like you say about our hanging baskets, go big or go home. Nobody knows like Zamzos. 
Get 670 KBOI on your smart speaker. For your Amazon speaker, first activate the skill by saying Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then, when you want to listen, say Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Any questions? Go to KBOI.com. All right, we are back for part two of the Zamzo's Garden Show, and I am your host, Nolan Guthrie, and I am so... Uh, I'm going to say blessed to be here with Callie and Faye Zamzo today. Thank you so much for being here. It's such a treat to get to hang out with you, people that I truly admire quite a bit. So Thanks thank you very much. Us. Sorry, yeah, it sounds you. like I'm sucking up a little bit. But it's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, but we're talking about flowers today. We're talking about our hanging baskets. We're talking about, we'll talk about some potting care, stuff like that. Um, but so we, we talked about some some memories just a moment ago, which was really just just really fun and uh let's get into a little bit more uh about uh kind of the you know we have a tradition of selling these pre-made baskets and i know callie i think you and i talked a couple years ago about how you wanted to try kind of dabbling in planting your own Mm -hmm. more do you do you each have uh kind of that desire to plant your own baskets or pots uh I, well, I, I'll speak for me. I, I I plant the hanging baskets. You just plant the ground. Like you're very mm. good about that and, and designing how your flower beds are going to look. But I I did. I it has been a couple of years ago because I've I bought the containers and I think last mm. year was the first time I repotted them for the yeah. first time. And um, but yeah, I I've enjoyed doing that. It's it's not it's not as instantly gratifying. Yeah, <laughs> you got to be patient and you have to have a vision for what it's going to look like right. in the heat of summer. Yeah, um, because sometimes you'll overcrowd them and then you have all sorts of issues. But yeah, I've really enjoyed doing that. It's it's kind of fun. Yeah, it is very satisfying to do your own. But that that instant gratification is also kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I usually blend a little. I yeah, get, no, get I get the instant that. one at Mother's Day, and then I've got the other ones. I yeah. have to wait for a little I get bit. That. So, <laughs> Faye, do you uh, when you pick out flowers for your your beds? Do you do pots as well, or do you kind of yes. just yeah? Yes. Do you do you like to switch that up every year, or do you kind of stick to a similar? I have grouping? a pattern. Yeah, and I have a pattern that I follow, and then I interrupt the pattern. With <laughs> little splashes of things and i generally try new things every year but i have my traditional idea of a red geranium that's sort of the focal point yeah greenery behind it and then following that pattern then at the feet of where the geranium is i interrupt it with something with color and it doesn't even necessarily have to be a bright color white petunias are lovely yeah absolutely that's awesome. Uh, there's so much, yeah. There's always so much variety and different ways to go about it. And uh, and 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 you know, sometimes I think people when they kind of realize the difference between an annual and a perennial, sometimes they think, oh well, then I'll just get a perennial, so it comes back every year. But there, you know, there's there's that there's there is that bonus to it. Mm-hmm. But there is something about annuals. I always felt like you know when I, when I was early on, uh, you know, designing landscapes and doing some of those things. You know, you'd talk to someone, uh, and they. Yeah, you know, and Becca will do this to me too. Which is, well, I don't want any annuals because you got to buy them every year. And I was like, well, yeah, but those are the ones with the most color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and if true. you and if you take care of them and you do the right things, they have color all year. So I always, I always try to pick a spot. You know, that this is the place where the color is going to be. Mm. You know, we can have all that other stuff somewhere else. But, <laughs> uh, you always got to have that nice splash of color. And I just, I love that you you're into geraniums. Geraniums are are just they're so so easy <laughs> and but they're also hardy yeah and so they can take that severe summer heat and yeah. they come back yeah they absolutely. always look smart so 
Very good. So, um, so you get. Let's start from the ground. Then you are from the, the the bottom of the basket. What are some of the the things that you're kind of? I mean, obviously we're going to do some soil, but are you? Uh, what are some of the things that you're doing to like prepare your basket or prepare your bed uh, to get that ready for these plants that you're going to put in? Do you guys have any trip tricks that you tips that you found over the years that have helped out a lot? Yeah, you know, I I used um, the first year I just used a, a soil that was what I call throwaway soil that yeah. was going to work just for that year and then I the next year I dumped all the soil out and then the second year I decided to plant in a soil that I could reuse year after year. Okay. If I added a little bit of like earthworm castings yeah. or things like that and um and that actually produced better results for when I had my big basket with that I planted myself. Mm-hmm. I think it it had better results um, overall and plus I can reuse the soil which I yeah. appreciate. So that's one of the things. And then last year I discovered those little crystals that fill up with water. Yeah. Um, because it's for me watering hanging baskets yeah. if you don't stay on it especially if they're in the blazing sun right. you can you know find yourself in trouble right away. So I like those little crystals because they can prolong that and and they they keep I guess Nolan, you can probably describe the crystals better than I can, but they're little, or even what they're <laughs> it's called. It's the stuff in diapers. It is the stuff in diapers. <laughs> I heard this. Yes. So it swells up with water, yeah. and then over time, it releases the water yeah. so the plant can drink it. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a polymer that uh, is very absorbent, holds pulls that moisture in, and they expand quite a bit. Uh, you know, the kids might know it as like those little orbies. Um, yes. It's the same same sort of idea, but yes, it's what they they put in diapers to uh, soak up. <laughs> Well, you know, um, (laughs) (laughs) but it, yeah, it serves a lot of different purposes, but yeah, that's, that is a great one. So do you, do you, when you, when you use that, do you mix it in with the soil? I do. do Okay. Yep. Yeah. I know now that we have a soil that has it already in there. Yeah. So that's handy, but no, I, I just bought a little container of it and. Yeah. And that little container, I mean, will probably last you your entire life because that stuff doesn't go bad and yeah, you can just add a little bit to the soil and. And, and keep it going. So yeah, that's great. Um, okay, so we've we've prepared some soil um, and we've we've got our, our plan. Uh, do you have like a, a time of day? Is it something you like to knock out, and get done really early in the morning, or just kind of when you get to it? Oh, that's a good question. How about you, Mom? When yes, I plant when it's cool. Yeah, I I can get behind that. <laughs> yeah. It's just it just so often when we're planting uh, the. The plants themselves become stressed if it's really, really hot outside. So I plant when it's cool. Also, I'm a woman of age. That's when I have the energy to plant is in the morning. So I do it because it works for both of us. But yes, I plant (laughs) early in the day. I make sure if it's a very warm day that I protect the new plantings from the sun just Mm. for the day. Yeah. How do you how do you do that? Well, Jim keeps things around an old bunch of cedar she- shingles from okay. somebody's roof, and we sort of make a little lean to over okay. the plant, cast a little shadow. Yeah, it's very temporary. Yeah, but it does make the plants acclimate. Yeah. easier. Yeah, it gives them a little bit of extra shade to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, get over that that shock period for them. That's yes. good. That's a that's a very nice thing to do for them. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I, I do. I, I guess I better start doing that. I don't, and and I would love to in the mornings. Generally speaking, it's Sundays for me. I was going to say I don't know what time of day, but it's it almost always is a Sunday because that's when I have the time to do it. And 
You're mm-hmm. like your dad over that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sunday seems like a good day to plan. Uh, yeah, very good. Um, okay, so we've 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 prepared our soil. We've got our plants in there. We've protected them. Uh, usually, we're going to probably give them a little bit of water. What else? What do you? Uh, this is a leading question. But <laughs> <laughs> what do you? What else do you? Do you? Do you do you give them any kind of food right at the beginning, or do you like to let them kind of get used to things a little bit and, and let them settle before you feed them? Well, actually, we should back up to the soil prep because oh, when I'm prepping okay. the soil, I put Thrive in. Oh, okay. Put Thrive and mix it right in, in the with soil. the soil okay. so that it's just already in there to start yeah. with. Um, and on occasion, I'll do planting tabs depending upon. I have some really big, big plants, yeah. big, big hanging baskets, and on those, I'll use the planting tabs so yeah. they get rooted quicker. And nice. um, so, uh, and just little mycorrhizae yeah. so it's in those planting tabs. So, um, yeah. So I that's so going backwards. I start by adding the thrive to the soil so, yeah, that, so that there's some slow release fertilizer in there for them. Um, do you do any other prep as far as? A, a glug glug of thrive. A glug glug. <laughs> <laughs> Scientific. Yes. No. That's the that's the best uh, the best measuring method I've we've found <laughs> over with thrive. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just a glug glug. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay. Well, we are uh, about done with this segment, so let's go ahead and uh, go to another break. Uh, this is the Zamzo's Garden Show. I am here with Faye and Callie Zamzo. We're talking about flowers, and uh, we'll be right back with another segment here on the Zamzo. Garden Show on KBOI. Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk KBOI. Hi, this is Josh Samzo, and it's officially planting time in the Treasure Valley. And the best place to go to get your veggies, annual flowers, perennials, and more is your nearest Samzo's. And right now, all 13 stores are stocked to the rafters with annual flowers that will add instant color and beauty to your yard and patio. Choose from petunias, impatiens, begonias, verbena, and many, many more. In veggies, Zamzo's has a huge selection of tomatoes, plus peppers, cucumbers, zucchini, cauliflower, broccoli, squash, and more. And when it comes to trees, our Chinden location is Idaho's largest indoor greenhouse with a massive selection of trees, shrubs, ornamentals, and more. And now's the perfect time to pot up any new plants or repot any existing plants during Zamzo's buy one, get one free sale on all outdoor pottery. What's more, Zamzo's Select Bag Potting Soil is also on sale when you buy three bags of the same soil at the same time. So come see us and pick up your plants, pots, and potting soil now at your neighborhood Zamzo's. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. All right, we are back for part three, the Zamzo's Garden Show. This is a very uh, special episode uh, because we have two tremendous ladies here. We have Faye Zamzo and we have Callie Zamzo. They're here talking with us about flowers and planting up baskets and flower beds and pots and all sorts of stuff. It's so much fun. Uh, I'm so excited to get to hang out with these two. Um, and see, let's see, what did we talk about already? We've talked about, uh, we've had prepping the soil, prepping the soil, getting our plants in, doing a little bit of extra care to get them started off on the right foot. So let's, uh, let's kind of transition now into, uh, some of the things that we want to do throughout the, the season to keep them looking nice because inevitably, you know, we buy a basket from Zamzo's or, or wherever it is and you, and you bring it home 
and and it looks tremendous for the first you know couple of weeks but inevitably it seems like they start to fade you know they don't they never look as good as they did originally but i don't think that has to be the case no i think we, there's there's a lot of things that we can do um and i think there's some things that like if you're you know you're going to buy a basket from zamzos there's a couple of things that uh you know, you might want to pick up. If you're going to give that gift, you want it to last all season. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Maybe buy a few extra things. So let's talk about some of those things. So, um, okay, so we've got everything planted. Uh, feeding, I think, is probably one of the things that we tend to forget about a lot uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, they just look so good. You think they're going to last forever. Um but in that basket, I think it's important to remember that that soil usually doesn't have a lot of food in it. You know, it's not a it's not a soil that's meant to sustain plants for an extended amount of time, uh, and so that the food, what little food is there, gets eaten up by the plants pretty quickly. Um, so we need to keep supplementing that. Uh, throughout the year, so I, uh, I'm imagining we've got probably have a few go-tos uh, <laughs> when it comes to feeding. Uh, but so, Callie, let me start with you. What what kind of things? What do you what do you what's your go-to to to keep those baskets well fed? Well, I already mentioned Thrive. I like to put that in the soil. Yeah. Um, but I love um, the Thrive Bloom. Yeah. I, that product is wonderful, and it. Um, you know, even a basket that I get that looks beautiful when I bring it home, when I add Thrive Bloom to it, it gets even prettier. So yeah. instead of going the opposite direction like they tend to do, they just get prettier and yeah. more blooms and brighter and more colorful. And so I love that product. That's yeah. that is one that I am a huge fan of and and use often yeah. all the way through the season. Do you, yeah. So how often are you usually applying Thrive Bloom then? You know, I, I follow the directions on the bottle. I want to say it's every couple of weeks. Does that sound right to you? It sounds like probably what you should do. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I, really, and I really do. And you yeah. spray it to run off, and yeah. you do it when it's cool, because yeah. you don't want to you know, right. cause extra problems. I've yeah. actually done that. So don't spray it during the heat of the day, because that's a bad idea. Um, but you just spray it right on the plants themselves, and yeah. it, it absorbs right into the tissue of the plants and immediately goes to work. So. Yeah. 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 No, I remember when Thrive, we first got Thrive Bloom and I started using, I think I probably used it on everything. I used it on my tomatoes and my peppers and just about everything else. So it's a very versatile one. Um, Faye, I have a question for you. Uh, do, um, I think it, some people might not know this, but Jim, um, over the years, I've, as I've talked to Jim, he's kind of a tinker. Like he's, he's kind of <laughs> always got, he's always kind of got something you know out you know that he's working on um and you probably get a front row seat to some of these things oh yes (laughs) i'm his first pupil yes he's working on something as we speak yeah yeah that's the way he is yeah so i I, that's that's fun is is there anyone in particular that uh maybe wasn't a success that he tried or uh about 49% of it. <laughs> You're probably close. We, we don't focus on the things that don't work. We shunt them aside and yeah. go for what does work. Yeah. That's kind of the way he is, Absolutely. too. Ever the optimist. Well, yeah, it's one of those, uh, even if you if it doesn't work, you still learn something, right? Absolutely. So you still, you still get something out of it. So that's good. Um, okay, so we've got uh, we've got feeding. Thrive Bloom is a great one, one to keep in the in the toolbox, so to speak, and have at the ready. Um, what are some of the other things that you like to have 
uh, to take care of your your flower beds or your pots. Faye, do you have anything that is kind of like a must-have? I must have them in proper sunlight. Mm, yeah. I must have that. Particularly the plants that I choose are sun-loving uh, yeah. plants. So I must have proper light, and I must have proper water. Yeah. Just I'm always watching for watering these containers and these hanging baskets. Very important to know where they are with water. And yes, Callie is vague about when she feeds. Just because she she's consistent through the summer, sure. she does it when she yeah. when she can and in a regular pattern. And I do the same. Yeah. I don't have hungry plants. I don't have thirsty plants. Right. I have plants that get air and sunlight and that's all they need yeah yeah and yeah that's yeah that's that's a it's kind of like life that's kind <laughs> of like being alive uh but uh no that's good i think uh a lot of times yeah you you kind of get those things in there and, you, and and sometimes we forget about them um but keeping an eye on them it's kind of like having a little child exactly. um, uh, you know you gotta keep keep going keep nurturing it and and, and it'll reward you with something pretty and something that smells nice all that's year right. all season long well, and watering your exactly right about that i mean i in the heat of the summer it's every day and sometimes twice a day yeah if it's 100 degree weather i'm i'm out there making sure i have automatic waters on some of my some yeah. of my hanging baskets but most of them i have to do by hand and i'm, I'm out there making darn sure that they stay moist it is kind of cathartic too i mean it, it is. is you know it is a nice uh just distraction i guess um, that's one of the things I sometimes miss about Chinden. Uh, there's not a lot of things <laughs> I miss about Chinden because it's always so busy. But yeah. um, but there was always times where I just was so happy to forget about everything else and go water trees. <laughs> yeah, it is very relaxing. So I I, I can definitely appreciate uh, <laughs> that little bit of work uh, anytime sure. you can find that. You know, it's it's it seems like work, but really if you take the time. Uh, to think about it. And you also get to know the plants too. You know, Absolutely. that's another thing I've, you know, I, I always think about like when you're, when you're paying attention to them and you're really trying to make it work, you really kind of get to know this individual plant. It seems strange, uh, but you, you know, they always seem just a little bit different from year to year. This one likes a little bit more. This one likes a little bit less. And you that's find true. yourself kind of talking to them and mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that attention that you give them, Nolan, is yeah. why they thrive. Yeah. Because because we do have to stay on top of it. We can't yeah. just, like we were saying earlier, we can't go on vacation and forget to have someone water. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, any other uh, little tools or anything? Uh, I'm thinking, like, do you have, like, a favorite set of pruners? Or, uh, you know, do you, what, are, what are some of those other things that you kind of have? I do have way? a favorite pair of pruners, but I don't. They're so old that I have no idea. I just keep sharpening them. I don't even know what brand they are. Yeah. <laughs> but they've lasted all these years and probably given to me by you or dad, mom, because it was, um, yeah, I've had them for a very long time. Yeah. But I'm, um, yeah. I think, yeah, no, that is interesting. And when you really start to pay attention to those things, like a, a pair of pruners, you know, it can be something that you throw away. Uh, but if you pay attention to it and you take care of it, you get it for a lot longer. Yeah. Uh, Nobody, everybody <laughs> in my house knows to stay away from my pruners. Oh my gosh, that is yeah, that is one of the constant things I uh, I, I I have to hide my pruners. Right, don't cut, <laughs> do not cut wire with these yeah. pruners. <laughs> yeah, I have to hide my pruners and my loppers and my saw. Right, because if I don't, they'll end up in the lawn mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> rusted out or being used improperly. Yeah, it just can't happen. Uh, that's right. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's funny. That's good, good stuff. Okay, well, I'm surprised we're. Almost 
almost we're actually out of time for this segment. So it's mm-hmm. been such a just a great conversation with Callie and Faye Zamzo today. We have one more segment to go. We're going to talk a little bit more about some care things for our flowers in our basket. So we will do that here in just a few more moments here on the Zamzo's Garden Show on KBOI. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk KBOI. Hi, this is Josh Samzo, and right now is the best time of year to buy your hanging baskets from Zamzo's. And for one very big reason, selection. With our 13 stores, and especially at our massive Chinden Greenhouse, we sell more hanging baskets than any other garden store in the state. And what's more, every hanging basket we sell at Zamzo's is unique and one of a kind. Plus, we've got every possible combination of flowers for every location, including full sun, full shade, and everything in between. And to top it off, they're all gorgeous, thick, big baskets full of flowers. In fact, our massive selection includes many types of flowers you'd never find at a big box store, like Calabricoa, which looks like a petunia but has no bug problems and you don't have to deadhead it. But if you want a certain color or particular type of flowers in your hanging basket, don't wait. Shop now while selection is best at Zamzo's. 13 stores to serve you, including two Nampa locations across from Karcher Mall and on North Franklin Boulevard, just south of the freeway. The Ben Shapiro Show, weekdays from 1 to 3 on News Talk KBOI. Okay, we are back for part four of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie, and I have just been so uh, happy to get to hang out with Faye and Callie Zamzo today and talk about uh, flowers and planting and, and doing, uh, you know, just doing gardening things. Uh, it's so much fun. And I've, I've particularly enjoyed just kind of getting to share some stories with you as well. I, um, uh, I really appreciate you sharing those things and, uh, you know, it makes my, makes my heart feel good <laughs> Thank you. uh, to talk about those sorts of things. So, um, but let's get into some things that maybe we don't don't want to talk about (laughs) (laughs) or don't make try to ruin our day uh when it comes to our flowers but let's talk about some of the bugs because there's you know in every in any time we plant something there's always something that wants to try to uh you know they're plants things like to eat plants um but there are a couple that are uh particularly damaging i think to our baskets Mm. um or our, our potted plants and so I thought maybe we'd take a little bit of time and talk about some of those and kind of kind of our strategies to uh, keeping them out of our, our stuff. So um, so let's start with one here. Since um, we've all decided that geraniums are probably one of the best flowers to plant, uh, geranium budworm is a very common uh, issue. And, and, and it's, it's hard to identify uh, geranium budworms because I think what often happens is um, you just kind of start to notice, you know, you'll notice it starts to like, it looks like it's going to put up a new flower, but then it never happens. Um, and it kind of goes for a while like that. And then when you really start to look into it, you actually see little holes in those flower buds. And that's where that, that moth is getting in there and eating up a little hole and putting a, a you know, they'll lay an egg and it turns into a worm and, and they're just munching on your flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ka- Faye, Callie, do you, do you guys see those, uh, in, in your plants? Never. I may have a handshake relationship with, uh, what I noticed first, Nolan, is a failure to thrive. Yeah. When the plant is there and there, and it's not growing any longer and it just looks punky. Yeah. I mean, if it were a kid, you'd keep them out of school. You know? <laughs> it's that look. That Give them a day off. That's yeah. when you get it, take it off the hook and bring it down yeah. to your eye level and start studying. Yeah. 
Uh, that's good. I, yeah, taking it down. Yeah, getting in there and looking for them because often, oftentimes you'll find them. You know, if you just look at it from afar. Um, and I always find I always like to tell people try to go out kind of towards the evening when it's starting to get a little darker. And a lot of times those bugs start to show up kind of around those times. That's good advice. <clears throat> so Callie, what are what is your kind of when you start to see something that's not doesn't those plants aren't quite looking right? What do you what do you what do you have at the ready to to take them give them a little bit of extra i i tend to use neem oil yeah. i like neem oil you have to be careful with it definitely don't do it in the sunshine i've also made that mistake <laughs> um but it is as long as you do it in the cool um yeah. it, it seems to work pretty well um i but also backing up again i don't keep backing up to that's thrive okay. but that's another reason why i put thrive in the actual soil mm. because that will help with the actual health of the plant and right. a really really healthy plant will be less apt to be attacked by insects right. no, that's a great point because i think um because they're annuals you know and they, they you know we kind of sometimes they kind of get this throwaway mentality which mm -hmm. is not really what we want to think you know they're going to be done at the end of the mm -hmm. year but we want to get as much out and we want to give them as much as as they want um but you know going with those natural uh fertilizers like thrive or uh chicken soup um thrive bloom uh and sticking with those organics really help those plants grow in a more natural way so uh when you give them something like uh, some of those other national brand fertilizers, they just grow, they might grow really quickly, but they actually are weakening those plants. Right, stresses and, them out. Yeah, and so it actually attracts more bugs. Bugs and things like to... They they go first to the easy lunch we say mm -hmm. uh, yeah, if it's if it's easy lunch they're gonna go there first so feeding them in that that proper way um, is a big part of their their vitality they're thriving uh, throughout the season so that's a that's a great point I, I'm glad you brought that up um, so let's see what is the other one earwigs earwigs are always <laughs> I think that is probably like earwigs is probably the bug I think I have to answer questions for the most. Mm -hmm. Uh, during the season is it seems like at some point I don't know if they've got like a little punch in clock or something that they, <laughs> they have that they just decided yep this is the weekend we're all gonna show up um, but man they are they sure are annoying yeah um, yeah. so earwigs uh, I the one thing that I've found to be uh, the one my go-to when it comes to earwigs is that bug and slug uh, killer uh, and, and it's it's organic and that's one of the like the thing that I love the most about it is that it's organic but it works so good uh, to keep those earwigs away have you got do you do you ever use that or have you ever had to I have I actually was using it uh, for slugs and yeah and snails until I realized that was a water more of a watering issue than <laughs> I was just way over watering this has been a few years ago but um, but it's very effective and yeah. like you I love the fact that I don't have to worry when I put it down that I'm gonna be poisoning you know a cat that comes into my yeah. yard or something so yeah. and I just got uh, you know I, I guess I'm dating the show a little bit but we just got a, a, a puppy and she just wants to put everything in her mouth <laughs> 
yes. <laughs> you know, and that's like I could just imagine. You know, if you're not using something that I, you know, is safe for them, I would just. I I don't think I could ever let her out of my sight. I mean, she doesn't rarely get out of my sight anyway, <laughs> even when I want her to. Uh, but yeah, those. so those are things that like, you know, it's, it's good to have that peace of mind for some of those things. Absolutely. Um, what about any kind of diseases? Do you guys, have you ever had to, I, I can't really think of a lot, maybe some powdery mildew here and there, but for the most part, I think I haven't had to deal a lot with no, I, I, that's an interesting question because I haven't. Maybe that I just didn't know what I was dealing with, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but not that it, not that's been officially diagnosed. Yeah, I can't. Um, the one that I, like, I guess my the peonies and lupins always get powdery mildew. I think that's probably one of the hmm. the most difficult ones. But you're not usually putting those in pots, right? Um, but. Uh, yeah, Becca also loves peonies. Oh, so. I love peonies. They're my so my husband calls them cabbage flo- or cabbage roses. I think is what he cabbage calls them. Cabbage roses, because yes. <laughs> that's what they look like. That is a very good descriptor <laughs> of a peony. Yes. Yeah, cabbage rose. Um, very good. Okay, so well, okay, we've talked a lot about a lot of different things today. Um, so I want to kind of end uh, with uh, maybe a little bit more down some memory lane things um, because that's been a lot of fun. So Callie, I want to ask you this. Um, is there anything you've planted that you can recall that you weren't too sure about and it just turned out to be the most amazing thing you'd ever put in the oh, ground? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, you know, it's funny that we just mentioned peonies because I I don't even know when I planted this particular peony. Yeah. But it's been, I, I think, over a decade. And for years it was kind of you know, I just didn't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And so I just didn't do anything with it. And then I sort of rediscovered it last year and put all this love and attention into it. And and now I'm hoping this year that it will have big blooms because usually it has like one yeah. bloom because I don't do anything with it. Oh, interesting. But it just keeps coming back year after year yeah. after year. Um, but that was one that I think I just stuck in the ground. Maybe didn't even know what I was doing. Just stuck yeah. <laughs> it there. And, um, I, which, you know, I have a lot. I've, I've lived in my house for quite some time, so I have quite a lot of things in my flower bed. Yeah, there. and peonies are one that'll sneak up on you because they yeah. don't usually they won't bloom for a few years after right. planting. So, yeah, that's awesome. So, I um, I was trying to think of one. I think probably the plant that I have put in the ground that I've enjoyed the most is a butterfly bush. Oh, I love those. They're um, probably one of my favorite plants and i beck and i always have the debate like whether or not the butterfly bush or the lilac is better mm-hmm. and i think they they both have a great place yes agreed. <laughs> one blooms in spring and the other blooms in the summer and they both smell amazing and they bring the bees Absolutely. and the, all the pollinators i love them yes awesome well thank you so much we are just about out of time i probably could have gone for a little bit longer but we, we we've got to go thank you so much Faye and callie for coming in i was truly an honor to get to hang out with both of you today thank you so much we we are going to sign off here on the Zamzo's Garden Show on KBOI. We'll talk to you again in about a week. Hi, this is Callie Zamzo, and early May is the ideal time to plant or reseed a new or existing lawn. And right now, we're seeing a lot of customers with dead spots in their lawn that they want to fix. Well, if this sounds like you, come see us at Zamzo's. We carry our own special blends of grass seed, which were designed to do well in our area. In fact, our Zamzo's Custom Blend has three types of seed and does well in both cool and hot weather. We also have a special mix for shady and play areas and even a drought-tolerant blend that saves water. Remember, buying an annual grass seed that won't come back next year or one designed to work in another climate is not going to fix your problem. Plus, all Zamzo's grass seeds are available both by the bag or in bulk. 
so you save money by buying only what you need. So whether the dead spots in your lawn were caused by a lack of water, insects or disease, or the family dog, Zamzos has the seed and everything else you need. So if you're planting grass seed, plant it now with help from us at Zamzos. Nobody knows life.